Hello, everybody, and welcome to Retro Rewind. Today, sadly, we are talking about Revolution X. Craig, have you ever made love in an elevator? Yes. Did the dude look like a lady? Actually, yeah, now that you mention that. Um, oh, no. Do we, do we have any more? Uh, Aerosmith songs? Uh, only only that when I was playing this I did want to close my eyes and I did want to fall asleep <laughs> well you know what Craig you can dream on because we still have to do this stupid game anyway we've done enough of this crap so uh I guess insert crappy Aerosmith music here alright so just to get it out of the way, Revolution X was developed by Midway, and it was released in the arcade, and then later, of course, came home to home ports. Um, surprisingly released on a lot of things. There was the arcade, the SNES, the Genesis, PC, Sega Saturn, and PlayStation. I don't know why, uh, but that <laughs> was... Craig, why? Uh, maybe just because it had Aerosmith? Maybe it was just Aerosmith? Well, the year was 1994, Craig, yeah. and um, I was nine years old, and I, I didn't want Aerosmith. D- did you? No, no, I've never, I, I've never wanted Aerosmith. Not even after watching Armageddon. No, no, I did not. I wanted them less after watching Armageddon. <laughs> uh, anyway, yes, I'm sorry. Uh, so I'm joined today by Craig, my stalwart co-host. Hello. And this is a suggestion by one of Craig's colleagues who would prefer to remain anonymous for his personal safety. I can't say I disagree with that. (laughs) Uh, Craig, did he give you any reason why, or did he just throw a brick through your window that said Revolution X on it? The conversation started with we were talking about something. I can't remember we were talking about something. And then out of the blue he said, did you know that there was an Aerosmith game? And I originally in my head, confused it with the Journey game. So I was like, oh, the one where the, each level is themed after one of the band members and you go and rescue them and blah, blah. It turns out that by the time I was excited about a Journey game, we'd discovered that it was Aerosmith. <laughs> um, well, uh, uh, out of the two bands, are, are you a Journey man or an Aerosmith man? Oh, I would li- I'm not a Journey fan, but I would rather listen to Journey than Aerosmith. I would rather listen to, like, Kittens being murdered, then listen to Aerosmith. Isn't it the same? Thing? I think it, I think they sampled the kittens being murdered. Well, you you don't have Steven Tyler's giant mouth gnashing when you're Ooh. listening to. Anyway, okay, so uh, Revolution X was a game that was like ubiquitous in arcades, especially when I was a kid. I'm pretty sure if you're listening to a retro show, you are aware of what Revolution X is. But just in case you're not, Craig, what kind of game is this? This is a rail shooter light gun game for the arcade and thumbstick cross-haired game for the home ports. It is very, very similar. It reminds me a lot of Lethal Enforcers. It's got that... What's the... What's the te- I don't know what the technical term is for people that have been photoed. Oh, what? Digitized? Digitized, yes. So it's got digitized enemies and... Yeah, your stock weapon is a machine gun rather than a pistol. It's not a single firing. You ha- I think the arcade cabinet, according to Ian, my good friend, who will no doubt listen to this because we played this together, 
um, was saying that it was an actual physical machine gun that was in the cabinet, which sounds cool, a mounted thing. Sadly, not a working one, where you could only play the game once and then the cabinet was destroyed. First but- shot, <laughs> boom. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't know you played it with Ian, so you guys, did. did you finish the game? No, God didn't. Um, we played the first level on the arcade port. or a The club? Uh, yep, and then the same again on the SNES and Mega Drive, just to get a sampling of all three. Uh, I, I played it on the Super Nintendo because that's, mm-hmm. you know, what during that time era, that's what I would have played it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I checked out the PlayStation version, which okay. is fairly close to the arcade. Hmm. Um, I... In, I'm sorry, on you. I was going to say, in no version I saw, including the arcade, did this look anywhere near attractive. No, no. <laughs> No, it did not at all. I had positive things to say about it, but it was never on the looks or the sound or the gameplay or anything. It all felt horrible. What I had said was, on the arcade one in particular, there was a massive amount of enemies on screen. It was was quite severely cut back on the Mega Drive, and there was slightly more on the SNES, Um, but there are a lot of enemies on the arcade, so I can imagine having that gut machine gun and mowing down all these disgusting looking digitized people might have no no i was going to say it might have been fun but no this game has no redeeming qualities <laughs> anything we might say that could be construed as good please don't misunderstand this game is terrible it is it's 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 bloody awful so um now now hold on hold on i, I got a few things i want to talk about oh, so no. number I one we we're going to finish I, I know, I know. Uh, I noticed that there are only, like, what, three different enemy varieties? Yep. Which I'm guessing they did that because they could throw massive amounts. And even on the PlayStation, there were sprites laid on top of sprites on top of sprites. It was, it was like, watch, you know, shooting a deck of cards. Mm-hmm. The music, while terrible, because it's Aerosmith, uh-huh. comes through fairly good in the, the PlayStation version and the... Uh, the arcade, uh-huh. uh, it got crunchy when you went to the Genesis or the oh SNES. Um, I think we we had noticed that Ian was actually more positive on the SNES side of things. The Genesis was disgusting. It just didn't. It doesn't. It's not the sound chip for that kind of music at all. Which I know some people argue it's not the sound chip for any kind of music, but <laughs> that's a conversation there, for another time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll leave that alone. Yep, <laughs> but I can say I can put ninety percent of Genesis music above the butt rock that is Aerosmith. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm pro Genesis sound chip. Yep. Um, other than that, okay. So I wanted to break it down for why do we immediately dislike this game? Other than Aerosmith, let's take Aerosmith out of the equation. Okay. Because you know, sex is bad when you put Aerosmith in there. Everything is terrible with Aerosmith in it. But even just the game itself, why do we dislike it? I think it just it plays like ass compared to every other shooter, or not every other, sorry, most other shooters or real shooters like gun games of that era. It doesn't have it doesn't have a, a single defining feature that is original or cool or seems to work well so you're just 
mown down terrible sprites of enemies. The vehicle, the tank that comes in is just stupid looking and <laughs> it's an APC. Whatever like, it is. Dorky looking. <laughs> whatever it is. It might be dorky looking in real life. I don't know. I think it's just it feels naff. It feels like Oh, you know what I mean? Do you know maybe it's because it's oh, I was going to say because it's a licensed game. Do you think it started life as an Aerosmith game? I haven't read any of the development of it. Could have started life as some sort of crud shooter, and like then, an Area Fifty One type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And then Steven Tyler thought, oh, do you know what? I quite fancy having a game where we shoot lots of people. Music is the weapon, Craig. Music is the weapon. No, no, it's bullets. It's definitely bullets. <laughs> It, well, no. I mean, every once in a while you would huck a CD. That's true. The CDs are. Um, I mean, even the CDs, even your secondary <laughs> attack is just guff. It's. I just and well, I, I took an instant dislike into it. And the thing is, I did. I wasn't going into it with the prior knowledge of this is a terrible game. I mean, I knew that most people thought it was a terrible game, but I, not why. I hadn't read into it. I just booted it up and just started playing it, and I just didn't get on with it. Um, now, here's a question for you. I, I didn't play it long enough. I played it for about a half hour, 45, somewhere in there. Um, I didn't play long enough to notice if it did do this, but are any of the gun upgrades, I got, I think, one or two gun upgrades, and they didn't, like do what most things do. They don't change your reticule. You already have a machine gun, so firing faster doesn't matter at all. Did it do anything with the power-ups that you noticed other than, here's a couple CDs? I No, I didn't notice anything like that at all. I mean, that's like something like Lethal Enforcers. That was that was the cool thing. You would shoot it and it'd go magnum. And then you'd go... Or the shotgun and you get the big-ass reticule. Exactly. Time Crisis did the same thing with extra cool. That was slightly later, I don't know, but you know what? I mean, you get my point. Yeah, it's this game. Like Revolution X doesn't have any of that. It's very basic. It's like a bare bones, a bare bones mock up or a wireframe for a light gun game where they still have to replace the art assets and the music, and you know, like add in some gameplay mechanics that actually work nicely. <laughs> Now, see, I I will state one good thing about Revolution X that I thought was kind of cool. It's not original, but it's kind of cool. The whole, you get to a T-section and you choose. Do you want to go in the bathroom? Do you want to go over there? Do you want to go to the room where Steven Tyler's hugging women and it's scary? Because I'm pretty sure he's going to eat them. Um, But yeah, like at least it had that whole, do you want to go left or do you want to go right thing? Mm -hmm. Oh, I suppose, but... As far as I could tell, like a lot of the time, you just looked back around in yourself, or uh, yeah, it didn't make a difference. It's almost got this weird thing where you have to get to a certain place, and it all come. It's like a certain you can take any path you want to get to that certain yeah. place. Like you always have to hit that scene with uh, the girls in cages. Yes. Yeah, that's... and you can. Go yeah. through whatever hallway you want, but yeah, you're gonna end up with the girl with the cages, and then the room where you gotta shoot the screen, and Steven Tyler shows up. That's the the girls in cages are just awful. They're like they're dancing away in a cage in a club where everyone's getting shot, and then you shoot the cage, it opens, and they continue dancing, 
inside their now open cage. So I don't, I didn't understand why they were there, other than well, oops, ladies. It's very easy to explain, Craig. Mm-hmm. Music is the weapon. All That's right. That's the reason. Well, um, music is the weapon. We'll we'll explain the story slightly to give a bit of context. Oh, yeah, go ahead if you want. I guess. I okay, mean. right. So as far as I'm aware, and correct me if this is completely off. But there is some sort of global organization and political movement to ban all types of entertainment. So ban music and uh, I don't know what other kind of, maybe golf and other types of entertainment, maybe games as well. And Aerosmith uh, are there at the club at the start to start a revolution and it's Club X. And they're starting a revolution. It's Revolution X. So they are revolting against these enemies who, for some sort of political party that want to ban entertainment, seem to be really heavily armed um, and have helicopters. Quite heavily armed. Yeah, yeah. And there seems to be a lot of them. Like, I can't imagine a lot of people... Like, if someone said, right, we're going to ban games and music and TV and film, who's going to back that? Like what you use? Even... Uh, those same people that outlawed dancing in that one town in Footloose. I don't know. You know when it comes to evil henchmen, and you think they've got to be in it for some reason. They've... Henchmen have always got to be in it for some reason. Maybe they've been tricked and they don't know they're henchmen. Maybe they think they're doing good. To me, there's no like. What would the job application look like for becoming a henchman? And for the Do you dislike media in all forms. <laughs> exactly. Yes, <yeah>. no. <laughs> you turn up to the interview and there's music playing and you start humming a tune to it and all of a sudden you get shot in the head. <laughs> yes. I just the whole thing, that's that's the story, that's the gist of it. Steven Tyler is starting the revolution to bring back music, so music is the weapon. We can't state that enough here, people. No. Remember, music is the weapon. Sadly is. Uh, yeah, I, I guess what, what baffles me the most is, and I, to be fair, if I cared any, you know, iota about this, I I would have checked to see why Aerosmith and why they thought their audience wanted Aerosmith. Now, to be fair, this was a commercial and critical success. So, the question we should be asking, Craig, is what was wrong with people in 1994? Uh, I don't know. Why? I mean, I mean, I, I don't think it was the originality of, oh, hey, it's a light gun game. Because we had plenty of light gun games by that point. You know, play some Operation Wolf if you, if you really want a light gun game. Um, I mean, Point Blank wasn't out yet. Time Crisis wasn't out yet. No. House of the Dead was. So we don't have the really good ones but your Lethal Enforcers was out. I know, and Lethal Enforcers... I, th- I mean, I really liked Lethal Enforcers. Have we played Lethal Enforcers for the show? I believe we did. Way back in the... Way back in the beginning episodes. Jeez. Uh, I think we liked it. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I, I do remember. Oh, I, I don't care what I said in that. I, I did like Lethal Enforcers. And now after having played this game, I like Lethal Enforcers even more. I think it... Did a really good job. Unlike this. Well, okay, so so here's what I've deducted but for myself anyway. Um I didn't deduct um, sorry. This game showed me how important it is for theming. Yeah. Like to have a light gun game with a theme you don't care about, whether it be good or bad, 
really drains all of the fun out of a light gun game for me. Like, you know, if you had this exact gameplay, but it was like, you know, say Crypt Killer, and Uh you're shooting zombies and werewolves and Dracula, or you're shooting, you know, people in the Old West, or any theme that, or Terminator, look at Terminator. Anything that I like theme-wise, I am willing to overlook, like, uh, basic gameplay. But in this, it just kind of exacerbated the whole thing of, wow, this is boring. Yeah. I'd imagine an Aerosmith Road Rage. So, like, a Crazy Taxi-themed Aerosmith game where it was Steven Tyler driving a rock bus, you know, a tour bus around a town... And it was just Aerosmith playing out the radio. It would be dreadful to play, even if the mechanics were the exact same as the Simpsons game from... Yeah, I, I would have went with a Aerosmith turn-based strategy game. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, here's a question for you, Craig. Um, can you name a number, another member of Aerosmith? Uh, Luke Perry? Fred Perry? Oh, I think you're right. Fred Perry. Uh, I think, I think, no, wait, Luke Perry's an actor. Oh. It's something Perry. Steve Perry? Steve no, Perry? No, that's Steve Ty. See, I, I, there's a man named Perry. We call is, him Perry is Perry. Perry. Joe Perry. I think that, is it? It's Joe Perry. Okay, so we now have a second member of Aerosmith where we can interchange all of our crappy jokes so we don't always have to bag on Steven Tyler, even though he is the freakish-looking one. He is. He is. Such a shame. Um, have you ever wore a scarf like that in your life, Craig? A scarf? Like like a diaphanous silken scarf, not one to keep warm. No. No, I can't say that I have because I'm not fashionable. I'm not as fashionable as Stephen Tyler. <laughs> is, is Stephen Tyler fashionable, Craig? I'm not sure. Look, look I'm going to go and Google photos of Stephen Tyler just day. Oh, don't! All I can think is his mouth. Oh. Craig, you know what happens to Lovecraft protagonists? It will happen to you if you look at enough pictures of Stephen Tyler. That maw will open and you will, you know, see the infinite void. He's... Oh my god. Right, I'm out. I'm out. So, light gun games. Light gun games. Do you know, I have just played and finished, because I've been going on about it in the Slack, Blood and Truth. Which... Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Uh Uh-huh. Did you just drop a little... Did you just drop that? What? I I was going about it in the Slack. Yes. Oh, I said chat. You said Slack. I said chat. I said chat. No, you said Slack. <laughs> you're going to listen to this and you're going to go, oh my gosh, Dave was right. Okay, fine. But if I'm right, it's staying in. It's staying in. And if you're right, I'm cutting it out. <laughs> All right. I expect an apology at the top. Anyway, anyway, if you want in more Slack, you go to patreon.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding. Anyway, so Blood and Truth, right. And I was playing that and I've messaged several times what's this effect. But see having went from playing something like Revolution X, which is a 25-year-old rail shooter, to playing Blood and Truth, which has multiple weapons, different paths to take, special weapons, a story, all this kind of stuff. The parallels are endless, but oh my god, is VR the future of light gun games? Like, up until this point, all I've really kind of thought would be great would be a, a light gun that worked with LCD and LED tellies, which they obviously don't. 
But now I just want more VR light gun games because the immersion is incredible and the feel of it, it feels like a great, good old, it feels like Time Crisis except your face is in it. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Uh, and it, um, it's... Now, now oh, go ahead. It's just, it's, mm, it's so good. Now... Can you do multiplayer? You would have to do multiplayer online, right? Oh, I wonder. You might, yeah, you would have to do it online because you can only hook up one VR headset. I don't know if you can do multiplayer. There are a few shooters that you can do multiplayer, but Blood and Truth 2 launch title for PS5 and it's online co-op Time Crisis style, that would be incredible because I would just shoot you in the legs just to annoy you. Over and over, yeah. Uh, the only the only first person shooter ish light gun game that I've played uh, was the one that was on a demo disc, that London Getaway kind of oh, thing. Right, yeah. See, it's the same studio oh, okay. that made that. They made this game, Blood and Truth. It's the exact same feel as that, except really polished and a full game. I was gonna say uh, that that worked pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of surprised you didn't go for Farpoint though. I've I think it's Farpoint. Played Farpoint. Farpoint's more like a traditional FPS. You have to run about and shoot things, and things can attack you from behind. It's the same as Doom VFR. It's very the, oh, okay. shooter. This is pure on the rails. Plunk you down in a location here, shoot people. Exactly. And you do have some movement control. You can move between points, like between three pillars. You can strafe with some buttons on your, your move controller, but it's very real shooter as opposed to FPS it just I can't like I know I said to you go and download the demo and you were like I don't let download demos I'm too good for that or something like that <laughs> but I I would honestly say give it a shot even if it's just the first level it's it's dead good look Craig I it takes a lot to make me break the demo thing and the demo thing wouldn't be a problem if it wasn't such a pain in the butt to get them to be removed from your library. Like that I, I like my library nice and neat. And then when you've got, you know, Neo Alpha Demo, Neo Beta Demo, Monster Hunter World demo, it's oh man. It's just it looks a mess. Uh but if I am in the mood for a light gun game, I I will I will I will give that a shot before Farpoint. Like I had had my eye on Farpoint or Doom. But maybe I'll go for that instead. Have you got a, a um, aim controller? I have do. Not aim no, not move the aim the white gun. Oh 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 no 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 I don't. Farpoint works far better with that. Like does it? Yeah, like to the point where I think you almost need it because it's very. You need the thumbsticks to actually run about like a proper shooter. Oh okay. Um, can I just hot glue? The PlayStation Move controllers to the Lynx crossbow training gun. I think you might get away with that to a certain extent. It could work. Okay. Could All work. right. Anyway, uh, sorry. Oh, hey, sorry. I have a question that is completely off topic, uh-huh. but is relevant to this conversation, not necessarily Steven Tyler or Fred Luke, Mike, James Perry. Mm-hmm. Um, how long do your PlayStation Move batteries last? Um, I played the whole of Blood and Truth without charging them, so it must have been like six hours. Okay, alright. I think mine are going, because they're only holding a charge for maybe two hours. Oh god, no, no, no. Like It was six hours, and one of them had lost one nubbin of battery, and one of them had still had shown full battery. 
Okay, yeah, these are the old PS3 ones, so yeah, chances are they might be going. Uh, I got these. Okay, I got these new when I got the VR, so they're newer. Are you gonna Are you gonna upgrade your VR if it comes out with higher resolution? I will. In fact, it, it most certainly will. I saw a thing for yeah. wireless VR as well, and I don't know if that's possible with all the data that's being shot into your eyeballs. But if it's something that's slightly easier to pull out of a drawer or a cupboard. You know what I mean? Rather well, than, uh, yeah, like that. That's that's the biggest thing for me is you know hooking up all the wires, and and it's not something that I can leave hooked up. Okay, yeah. Because I have many other game systems and many other wires everywhere, and somebody will just trip and rip it right out. Ah. You don't want that. No, you do not. But uh, yeah, that's really the only thing. I mean, I have it on a shelf close to my PS4, but I don't have it hooked up all the time because there's so many wires. Yeah. So if it did go wireless, yeah, totally. I I I'm excited for the future of VR. Still, I'm still a VR p- proponent, supporter, whatever the word is. Uh, Resident Evil Seven made me go, okay, this can really work great. And things like Battlezone, I think, work really cool too. Like I really liked Battlezone. Battlezone was a lot of fun. That was my spew spew moment was Battlezone. oh really what was it the moving one way looking the other yeah, way yeah yeah um i know there's, <laughs> there's various settings there's the, like games are getting better with the smoothness settings and making things feel a wee bit better i was last night maybe three hours in one go playing this blood and truth and i was starting to get sweaty towards the end of it but that could just be because <laughs> the thing is smooshed against your head as well and it's a wee bit it's it, it's um the only time i felt motion sick was doing the star wars battlefront one and it was where oh, you're yeah. in a x-wing uh-huh that's the good ones right okay so you're in an x-wing and you have no real point of reference it's all stars all around you oh yeah yeah and yeah that that made me start to go who okay is it getting hot in here? Yeah, I cannot. Um, I can also it is wipeout. Wipeout in VR is another. Oh, I haven't tried that yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's 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 weird because it's a very different type of motion sick. Because mm-hmm. I normally the only time I get motion sick is you know those um those playground things where you just spin really fast. Yeah, a roundabout. Around yeah, a roundabout. I never knew what they're called. I don't know if they're called merry go rounds. I have no idea. Oh, I thought merry go round is the one with the horses that went. Up I and thought down. That, I thought so too, but I've heard people call a carousel a, a merry go round. So I don't know. Anyway, those things are the only thing that makes me feel sick, and it's a very different feeling than oh, yeah. when you're feeling sick from VR. Yeah, it's not. Now, good out of curiosity, um, does it give you headaches at all? No, nope, not okay. at all. No headaches. I the only thing I found last night was I think from all the ducking and moving about and I was it was quite tense at times. I was a bit stiff. I had to go and foam roll myself afterwards just to kind of loosen myself up again. You, you had to what? Foam roll, like you know, like a foam roller. <laughs> I don't know how to explain that. No, I I don't know what you say. Foam roller. I think like a paintbrush roller. Okay, um, right. Think like a paintbrush roller, except it's just the rolly bit, and it's big, and it's solid foam, and you put it on the ground, and then you lie on top of it and roll backwards and forwards. Oh, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. A foam roller. Okay, yes, gotcha. <laughs> yes, that's the one. So yeah, I had to foam roll myself afterwards. Um, so uh, to continue this talk about Revolution X, <laughs> um. Is there anything about VR that you want them to make a priority of like, hey, you've got to fix this first? 
and it would higher, be way better. There's two things: higher resolution and get rid of this need for the light-based move controllers. So you need the camera for the light to detect it. Yeah. And then the gyroscopes inside for the, the angle. The HTC Vive and the Oculus Rift both use various lasery type thingamadoofers and the control feels smoother. The the thing going into your eyeballs is a much higher resolution, a higher frame rate. And the, it's night and day going from PSVR to uh, it's an HTC Vive I've got at work or have access to at work sometimes and playing in that is just a different kettle of fish it's, okay because I haven't tried it I, is it a Vive or is it a Vive I, I don't know I would say Vive like Vive la revolution <laughs> a Vive um, it could be Vive but I haven't tried one of those yet other than uh, there was there was it was either that or what's the other one the Oculus Oculus Rift, I, yeah. One of them was in like a Best Buy kind of thing, and I got to okay. stick every, you know, 400 sweaty nerds sweat onto my forehead and try it. For me, I, I guess it would go to your second point. It's the, I, my game room isn't, the dimensions just aren't really big enough for it. Same reason I couldn't really do Connect stuff. Okay, yeah. It's yeah. like my back is to the wall, and us being tall gentlemen, it is a bit of a pain in the butt sometimes. It is. It definitely is. I've now got a setup that works for most things, but I need to move the camera to play Beat Saber so that it points up the room oh, yeah. as opposed towards the sofa. It's it's a pain. If so, if something could be done about that, great. The, if it's a higher resolution, which I can only assume it would be high resolution, high frame rate. Like I think it's one hundred and twenty frames a second. It should be shooting into your eyeballs at, which. What what uh, now? Okay, uh, I'm sorry. Anybody who's listening that knows how this works, the way I took uh-huh. it was, it has to be 120 frames leaving the signal for it to display in 60 frames because it's one for each display eye. I thought that could be me being re- really stupid. I have no idea. I thought it was like one screen with like a split down the middle. No, no, I am pretty sure it's two separate displays. Ah, oh, I didn't know that. You know, like how if you see a YouTube video that's VR and it's got a split down the middle and you oh, put it in is... one of those plastic things. I, 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 I don't know, Craig. Um, maybe we should <laughs> like, just I'd, I'd... axe this whole episode now. <laughs> I don't know either. So we will do some further reading on VR. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, uh, Beat Saber is still your best game in VR. Oh, oh that's close now because Blood... I think Beat Saber, yes, for a continual awesomeness. Blood and Truth is just... It's six six hours to play, and it's got various game modes that will keep you going back. It's got shooting galleries. It's got a traditional um, what do you call that thing where they go um, and shoot clay pigeons? Oh, skeet shooting! Skeet shooting, clay pigeon shooting as well. It's also called. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. It's got various things like that, and in the game itself, it's got collectibles and targets and things to shoot. Okay, so it really is a, really- a full fledged game. Yeah, it is a hundred percent. Although oh, the story cool. is only five six hours, it's it's pucker. It's absolutely pucker. It's brutal because pucker. it's that, it's pucker. That's a new one on me. Pucker. Yeah, yeah it's a, a pie brand. Pucker pies because they're pucker. Oh, okay. Um, Craig, why do you do that to the English language? It's not me that I don't make up <laughs> You pies. are responsible for everything. I know. I'm uh, what do you think makes you look? <laughs> how do you think? Well, which one makes you look more like an idiot to a casual observer? 
I, my vote goes for Beat Saber because my wife took a video. I look yeah. like a moron. I I too look like because I get right into it. I start dancing, so I'm constantly dancing in time to music because it it makes you go do better if you dance. Oh yeah, and um, I just I look like funny. I I don't dance as much as I Frankenstein sway from one foot to the <laughs> other, but um, yeah yeah like um when I'm doing you know the pirate song, you, mm-hmm. what is it rum and gold, whatever whatever it was called, rum and coke. Rum and Coke sounds great. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's kind of like DDR. It it helps if you get into it. You will look more stupid, but you'll do better. Yeah, I mean, and Blood and Truth and most other things, Doom and Farpoint and most other things this ilk, you sit probably on the edge of your seat, leaning forward slightly with your arms out, like a, like you're playing a gun game. Um. Uh, that's that's less stupid, I guess, in the grand yeah. scheme of things. Do you know what else is really stupid, Craig? What? Revolution X. See oh, how, see how I brought that? Yeah. Brought that right Professional. around. Um, Professional. I am sorry to Mr. Anonymous mm-hmm. person. Scott, who's sorry. Ex- yeah, Scott, yeah. I'm very <laughs> sorry that we didn't maybe do this justice. We kind of just played it and went, and put it down. Um, so if you have a lot of fond memories about this, or maybe you have a Revolution X cabinet at home, um, get rid of it, burn it, and play Lethal Enforcers, maybe yeah. Terminator. Um, Actually, what what is your? You have one one light gun game. You can have a cabinet of it. What do you choose? Cabinet, a light gun game. Um, probably Time Crisis Two. Hang on, we've had this conversation. Have we? Like only a few weeks ago, because I said, "Oh, maybe Jurassic Park," because you get the wee car, and you said something oh, about. Silence. Wasn't that a, just a conversation we were having? I've got no idea. It could have been in an episode. It could have been a general <laughs> cut. This whole merging together. Anyway, um, Time Crisis Two was the end point of that game. Uh, that conversation. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if um, what I said last time, if it was on mic or if we were just talking like normal people do. But um, I'm in the mood for some point blank. And if I could get me a cabinet of point blank too, yeah. So, uh, Scott, grab a cabinet of point blank too, and you will, your family will love you more. Because they're really tired of hearing love in an elevator. Point blank is amazing. Um, Revolution X is not. Final thought, there we go. No. Yeah, final, final thoughts. Revolution X is terrible. Um... Don't don't play mm-hmm. it. There we go. Or or all right. Or, um, or, so I'll do play it, and then feel free to disagree. Go if you disagree with us. Get in touch. You know what? You know what, Craig? I'm gonna I'm gonna nix that. Uh, if you do disagree with us, you uh, clearly haven't played the game. <laughs> um, so well, we will know you're lying by disagreeing to it. There is there's. I, I mean, we say, like, we're not doing this justice. We have. We've played it. We're talking about it. We're, we're talking about modern VR and stuff like that. That is kind of doing it justice because it's so well written about. The, there's an IGN mini-review. It's got 1 out of 10, and it just says, unbearable. <laughs> and then you go into game... Which game, I guess we could have done yeah, that. Yeah, you've gone to game facts, and the review is a positive review for some strange reason. There's... Oh, where was it? Somethingawful.com, which I need to start reading because this is a really, really well-written review. 
by some guy. Oh, something awful? Yeah. Um, and it says that, like, in the number of levels, there are six pointless, unfun levels in the game, ranging from boring, uninteresting places, to really fucking stupid and miserable places. <laughs> like, yeah. But he didn't mention the girls <laughs> in the cages. Um, it was also thanks to that level I found out that the final boss is King Kong. N- naturally. Yeah, because when a political party is trying to take away entertainment, they use a figure from the entertainment industry. <laughs> and Well, it's it's poetic irony. You're killed by what you love. I mean, were you not really paying attention to the news in the Great Aerosmith War of 94? No, I was not. I was not. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh the wrecked shop over here. Just absolutely. Um, there are still some refugees you can find. <laughs> They're just rocking back and forth going dream on dream on um oh don't don't play it i'm gonna put my foot down uh craig you mentioned game faqs and while i absolutely love that cesspit of the internet Uh what 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 raises your dander more a contrarian that is saying something good is bad or vice versa something bad is good oh that's a good question I I think if someone if this person thinks this game is good and is taking the time to write something positive about it I have got absolutely no reason to be annoyed at them because at the end of the day it's subjective and that's the same answer I would give if it was a good thing that someone's saying is bad but because I'm such a positive nice person and I'm a sensitive person I would say that I would be hurt I wouldn't be hurt more but I would try and argue more if you turned around Dave and said that a game I love is terrible I would feel it a wee bit more could you read could you read or watch a full YouTube video of somebody explaining why they think the Yakuza series is garbage without gritting your teeth a little bit like that that I, I, how did you know? How did you know? That, that would, I would have, uh, yeah, right. You've got it right there for me. You've you've pegged me. Hang on, you've not pegged me. That's uh, yeah. I was gonna say you might want to reword yeah, that, buddy. You've, um, you've jammed it right up my ass. Oh, okay. Well, that's a better way to put it. Thank you for putting it that way. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna get out of here because we clearly whoa, have nothing whoa. left to say about revolution. What was your answer X. to your own question? Oh, oh my! I cannot stand it when people are like, "Eh, it wasn't, it was not good." It's like, yes, it was, yes, it was. You filthy, <laughs> filthy person! It was good. It uh, drives me insane. If somebody is out there telling me how great James Pond is, like I don't know, three people on this podcast used to, <laughs> I can take it with a grain of salt and be like, "Well, they're from Europe. They uh-huh. obviously don't know." Uh, now that doesn't bother me. Unless it's something, like, really terrible. Like, if someone tries to tell me, you know, Bubsy is actually one of the best platformers. It's like, I know you're lying. You know you're lying. Why won't you just admit it? That 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 irks me. But, yeah, somebody saying something good is bad. No, because Bubsy 2 is the best platformer. Ah, well, see, that's the problem. Everybody's like, oh, Bubsy's bad. No, it's Bubsy 2. Close and Claws Encounter of the Third Kind? Was that Bubsy 2? I've got absolutely no idea. I just made that up. Oh, I don't okay. know. Anyway, was, so, yeah, before I was interrupted <laughs> I was by the man who loves James Pond, if you would like to suggest a game that we will hopefully pay more attention to because it's not Revolution X, 
Uh, you can do so at the Bit Effect website, or you can hit us up on you know Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. You hear this spiel every episode. You can probably say it by heart. Um, so the only thing I'm going to say now to not be the same as always is I like cabbage. Next up, we have Craig. Uh, 1994's Theme Park. Now, we have been going through the years with Retro Rewinds, 1991, you know how it goes, you add a year every time. Revolution X did come out in 1994, but we've had such a good run of games that we thought we're not playing that as we're 1994 game, so it is 1994's Theme Park. I hope you had fun, Dave, with 1994's Theme Park, the game that we have to play, 1994's Theme Park. <laughs> You see, gentlemen and ladies, this is what you call foreshadowing. So, yeah, uh, what's the next big benefit game coming up? Do you remember? Uh, it's Mario Odyssey. No, it's not. It's judgment. It's judgment. It's judgment. Mario Judgment. If you have any thoughts or anything about Judgment, maybe you like it, you don't like it, you know, differentiating itself from the Yakuza series, any of that stuff that I couldn't get out of my stroked brain mouth right there, uh, you can hit us up, let us know, and, you know, maybe we'll read your stuff on the air. Other than that, well, then I guess this is good night. Don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because I miss you, baby. And don't want to miss a thing. Oh, that just makes me feel sick. I, I puked a little in my mouth, I'm not going to lie.